Hey, Live, Build, Change is back on the air for episode number three. I am Kerry Green. Live, Build, Change is all about helping you live your faith, build your business, and change your world. And that's not just a bunch of talk. That's not just pie in the sky. It's not just warm, fuzzy feelings to make your heart go pitter-patter and make you feel good about yourself. I'm trying to cast a vision for what I believe God wants to do through people who he has wired with what I would call an entrepreneurial bent, an entrepreneurial spirit. They're people who build things, people who have this drive to create things, individuals who want to leave a lasting legacy behind them that can impact their world, not just for today, but for the future as well. And Liberal Change is here to help you do that in a way that integrates your faith with smart, wise business practices and tips so that you can actually do that changing of the world that you dream of. And today I want to talk to you about this thing that's been going around. There's a great book that was written a while back by a guy named Simon Sinek, and it's called Start With Why. If you've never picked up Simon's book, I would encourage you to pick it up. I'm working on some book notes for the book that I wrote just kind of as a review and a summary from a Christian perspective. And the reason I bring that up is because there are a lot of things that Simon says in the book that are based on things that are not from a Christian standpoint. One example is he talks a lot about the lizard brain and the monkey mind and Those kinds of concepts, those kinds of terms are used to describe the part of us that tends to think in terms of survival only and in terms of limitations. And I get the point they're saying, but the worldview that comes from is an evolutionary worldview. And I am a creationist. I believe that the Bible teaches creationism, and we're not going to get into a theological debate about that right now. But the reason I bring it up is because anytime you read a book, a great book like Simon's book, Start With Why?, You've got to do so through the lens of your Christian worldview, and you've got to see what are the things the person's saying, and how are they building their arguments, and are they building them on things that are not of God, things that are not true, that don't align with what God says is true. And so Start With Why is a great book, but you just got to be careful as you read it. So I'm just saying that as kind of a disclaimer, anytime that I recommend a book, You got to know there's going to be things in there that I'm not going to fully agree with, but the main premise of the book could be very valuable. And that's the case with this book, Start With Why. Now, Simon's whole premise is this, that leaders and companies that build a lasting movement of some sort, that draw in a big crowd, that have a big following, that have a loyal following, always do so because they are clearly focused on the why behind their business. The why. The why is the reason you do what you do. Okay, now if you're curious, okay, well, what does that look like? You can go to podcastfasttrack.com slash why, and you can see the beginnings of my why statement for that podcast fast track business. It's just my attempts at working out the reasons I'm doing what I'm doing. And it's going to morph over time. It's going to change as I grow. It will grow. You see, but that why is very important. Okay, now I've spent three and a half minutes talking about the why, but I'm going to change gears here and tell you that the why, though it is important, is not the most important thing. It's not. It's important. Don't get me wrong. But I'm here to tell you today on this episode of Liberal Change that your who 
determines your why. Your who is more important than your why. Now, what do I mean by that? What I'm saying is who you are living for, who you are creating things for, who you are building that business for, who you are striving towards success for matters more than your why. And as a believer in Jesus Christ, you should expect that you would hear that from me. And I would hope that that resonates with you. I'd hope that you understand Jesus Christ is not just an ornament to hang on your life and make it look pretty. Jesus Christ is not just a good teacher who said a lot of warm, fuzzy things to make us feel good. No, Jesus Christ, if you read the book of Colossians, you'll see it very clearly. Jesus Christ is the center of the universe because he is God. It says all things were created by him and through him and for him. You see, Jesus is it. He is the center. And so if you have this misconstrued idea that your why is going to fuel your business, well, hey, it might. Companies like Apple do a pretty good job of keeping focused around their why. Companies like Southwest Airlines do a great job of keeping their company focused around their why. But I'm here to tell you, as a believer in Jesus Christ, your who is much more important than your why. Because your who is eternal. The why can change over time. Your why is something that's not going to be eternal, but your who is eternal. Jesus Christ, the same today, yesterday, and forever, the scriptures tell us. What I'm trying to push you toward in this episode is is to think about this. Your business and the why that you build your business upon is only going to be as strong as the who that fuels your spiritual health, your relationship with God. And, And God is the who. Jesus is the who. And so think that through for a moment. This is talking about a lot more than just having a morning quiet time. This is talking about a lot more than throwing up those foxhole prayers now and then when you're in trouble. What I'm talking about is a relationship, a real established connection with the God of the universe through his son, Jesus Christ. And things like quiet time and prayer will figure into that because no relationship stays healthy if there's not regular times of connection. I mean, think about that for a moment. What if I told my wife when we got married back in 1989, hey, I love you. I want you to remember that. Please don't forget it. And uh, I'll see you around. And we lived together. We did life together. We had the same household together, but we seldom communicated. We seldom talked. We never connected on that heart level. What do you think is going to happen to that relationship? Well, I hope you're laughing to yourself because you know what would happen to that relationship. That relationship would spit and sputter at first, trying to live on the fumes of the good feelings of the wedding ceremony and the dating or courtship or whatever happened. But in time and not much of it, that relationship is going to fail because there's not connection. There's not a real relationship. It's just a facade. And I believe 
just because I've been in pastoral ministry for almost 20 years and because I've dealt with Christians day in and day out over that period and because I've rubbed shoulders with everyday average people who have placed their faith in Jesus Christ, I fear that the reality is that most people have a facade rather than a faith. Most people who name the name of Jesus don't really know Jesus at all. And I hope you don't hear that as an indictment. But if you do, maybe you need to just recognize if the shoe fits, wear it. Maybe that indictment, that feeling, that pang that you're feeling is the Holy Spirit saying to you, he's talking about you. You need a vibrant relationship with Jesus Christ. And if you heard the zero episode, you know what I'm talking about there. It's this fuel that Jesus becomes. He's the life source of our Christian life. It's an authentic faith. And so when I talk about helping you live your faith, that's what I'm talking about, is the establishment of a genuine, authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not just about you working hard and working smart to build a business that can change things in the world. That's all great. But if that happens apart from Christ, man, you're not only missing out on the blessing of seeing God do God-sized things in your business, I believe you're also missing out on seeing the degree to which that business could succeed, the degree to which that business could impact the world. Because it's not fueled by the power of the creator who put the world into motion and who set the universe into place just by speaking it. You see, that's the power source that we operate from as believers in Jesus Christ. But it only happens, Jesus said in John 15, if we abide in him. Abiding is nothing more complex than just staying close to him. It's remaining connected to him. And that is a relational concept. And so your morning devotional time or quiet time or whatever you call it, your Bible reading, that's not just a discipline for the sake of doing it. It's not something you do because you ought to, even though it's true that you ought to. The reason you do those things is because those are your food. Those are your fuel. Those are your, your water for your parched soul to help you live out a faith that can then fuel everything else that God has to do in your life. You see, it's that relationship with Jesus Christ. And Jesus said in John 15, I'm the vine, you're the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will produce much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. Nothing. Do you hear that word? Nothing. Now you may look at the folks at Apple and say, you know, well, look at them. They're not professing to be followers of Christ. And yet they've produced this massively successful business. That doesn't look like nothing to me. Well, we're talking about nothing in God's eyes, nothing from God's perspective. Jesus says, yeah, Apple may have produced this successful business, but what's going to be left of Apple's efforts when this world comes to an end? What's going to be left when their number is up and their time is over? What's going to be left of a lasting eternal impact? You see, that's the kind of businesses I want to see believers in Jesus Christ build. It's businesses that have an impact, not just today, not just tomorrow, not just until the end of their life, not just through the legacy of giving it over to their family and letting it be a blessing to generations down the line, but for generations and generations and generations to come that are not even related to that person because the business itself has produced things in the world 
that are able to establish good and benefit and blessing like mission causes or Wycliffe Bible translators or or any of a number of other things that could be fueled by the revenue that our businesses could produce. You see, it all is about your who being more important than your why. If you find yourself hearing these words and you're saying, man, that's true of me. I don't have my who stronger than my why. In fact, I don't even know that I know who is in charge of my life. Well, I want to tell you real quickly, you can know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are in relationship with Jesus Christ by placing your faith in him. That's what the Bible calls it. It says, believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. And what does that mean? Well, it means you believe he's the son of God. It means you believe he came to the earth, lived a perfect life, and died on the cross to bear the penalty for your sin. You see, your sin separates you from God. And by Jesus taking the punishment for your sin, you don't have to bear that punishment. And he offers you forgiveness. But in order to receive that forgiveness, you've got to believe in him as your sacrifice. You've got to believe in him as the God of the universe who came and gave himself for you. And that's the beginning of your relationship with him. And that belief comes by you simply having an honest heart-to-heart talk with the God of the universe. By telling him, I am a sinner. I want your forgiveness. I need this new life you promise. And I want to establish relationship with you. And the Bible says, if you do that, hey, you are in the family of God. And Jesus himself comes to live in you. And that's where you start to get the fuel the power source, the ability to live out the kind of life he has in mind for you to live, that kind of life that can build a business, that can change the world. And that's the beginning of establishing the who in your life. Jesus Christ is the only who worthy of your life. Not even you are worthy of being the who in your own life. It's not your spouse, not your kids, nothing. It's Jesus Christ. He's the only one worthy of your entire life. And that's where your relationship with him begins is in that simple conversation of faith. Now, you may be listening and you're saying, well, I'm already a believer in Christ. I've already established the basics of that relationship. But are you pursuing it daily? And at the risk of sounding legalistic, I'm going to say daily. And it's not because you need to do it daily in order for God to be happy with you. It's nothing like that. It's that you need time with the Lord daily Because if you don't have it daily, you're going to run on your own steam and you're going to run out of gas. Man, I got a story to tell you about this one. Just recently, my wife and I took a vacation to San Diego for 10 days. And we have not had a vacation like that in a long, long time where just the two of us got to go away. And it was a wonderful time. But leading up to that vacation, I had a huge workload because I had asked most of my clients to provide me their resources so I could get all of their work done for that 10-day stretch ahead of time so that I could actually be on vacation when I'm on vacation. And so for that two-week period right before we left, I was cramming in all this extra work and I told myself, in my mind, I thought, I'm not going to be legalistic about this. I'm, not, I'm probably not going to have time to do my my morning meditation and prayer and time in God's word. And so I'm just going to skip it. God will understand. And and he did. He does understand, obviously. God will understand. I'm going to be okay. I'm just going to crank this workout and use every opportunity I can to get this work done. Well, what happened was we got on our vacation. And I am so spent. I am so tired that my wife and I go on this 
this fancy dinner cruise, this romantic dinner cruise, man, it promises to be a great evening. And I'm saying the stupidest things. I'm saying things that are insensitive to where she's at. I'm saying things that were direct evidence of the fact that I had not been getting recharged and rejuvenated by the life and mind of my savior every morning. I was talking like a fool. I was saying things to her that were callous and hurtful and insensitive. And and man, did we have a tough night of it. And it came out in our conversation that that was the issue. I wasn't walking by the spirit in that conversation, which just means living on the fuel God is providing you through Jesus Christ. I was, I was walking according to the flesh, the Bible says, according to the way I saw best to live. And it just didn't work. And so right here at the beginning of Live, Build, Change, let's think this through for a minute. If you are one of those people, like I mentioned in the last episode, that was episode two, by the way. You can see it at livebuildchange.com slash two. As I said in that episode, if you're one of those people that is wired to build something, to create something, to be the one in charge, to lead the charge with a team and provide for a team of people to help you get this vision cast and built. If you're that kind of person and you're going to build a business that generates incredible revenue so that you can change the world, you're going to have to be keyed in to Jesus Christ. You're going to have to do so in a way that's spirit-led. If you want to have that kind of a business, you've got to build the foundation. The foundation is your who, not your why. And so my challenge to you today is to think this through in terms of the who in your life. Ask yourself some questions and be painfully honest with yourself. Are you truly a committed follower of Jesus Christ? Are you? Does your life show it? Are you doing the things that demonstrate that the relationship you have with Jesus Christ matters more than anything else? If not, I would submit to you that you have reason to question whether you're a committed follower of Jesus Christ. And it's that commitment, just like making a marriage commitment, the vows that you take. It's that commitment to your daily walk with Christ that is going to enable you to walk that entrepreneurial road. And let me tell you, it's a hard road. It's hard to figure things out. It's hard to keep going sometimes. It's hard to know your next step. It's hard to manage the finances. It's hard to develop a team. It's hard to pull people in and develop a healthy culture within your team. It's just hard work. Don't let anyone ever tell you that making money as an entrepreneur is easy. That building a business is a simple thing. There may be simple steps to take, but none of the process is simple. It takes hard work. It takes perseverance. And you won't be able to stick it out if you don't have the fuel that you need. Now, there's a lot of people out there who do it. They build highly successful companies and they persevere through the obstacles and the things that would keep them from establishing a healthy business. But I'm going to submit to you, they're doing it in their own strength. They're not going to have a lasting impact. Once they die, once the company fizzles, it's all going to be gone and they're hardly going to be remembered. Why? Because they don't have the God of the universe behind it and in it, the actual true power source to the company. So I want you to ask yourself those hard questions. Am I a committed follower? Am I demonstrating by my actions day in and day out that he is more important than anything else? And if so, are you leaning on him to be the fuel 
to build your business upon? Or are you just going back to the business books you've read, doing whatever it says and building a business? Hey, you can build a business that way, but it's not going to be a Christ honoring business because you're leaving Christ out of it. And so here's my call to action for you on this episode of the podcast. I want you to get out a journal or a piece of paper and something to write with. I want you to set aside a time that you can be undisturbed and alone, turn off your phone, turn off your computer, turn off the music in the room, and get alone with your Lord. And start writing on that piece of paper or in that journal in answer to this question. Am I a committed follower of Christ who demonstrates by my actions that he means more to me than anything else? And just start writing. If you think you are, write out why you believe you are. If you think you're not, write out why you believe you're not. And when you're done writing out all your reasons, draw a line across the paper and write this statement. What I commit to do to bring my relationship with Christ to the next level is dot, dot, dot. And then you start writing out the steps you're going to take. Once you've done all that, I want you to share it with somebody. I want you to get it out there where you can be held accountable to do the things that you know you need to do. Maybe that's your spouse. In fact, I would encourage you to share it with your spouse, to let them know you're taking this seriously. That will encourage them tremendously. But if you're not married or you don't have a close friend that you feel like would be a good person to share that with, go to the Live, Build, Change community on Facebook. You can go to livebuildchange.com FB, sign up to be a part of the community, and then share your statement in the community. And I guarantee you, you're going to get some good responses from people, people who'd be willing to pray for you, help you stay accountable to that. Or if you don't even feel comfortable doing that, you can email me. It's Carrie, C-A-R-E-Y at livebuildchange.com. And I would love to interact with you and hold you accountable to some degree for that commitment that you're making. But it all goes back to this. And I want you to tattoo this inside your eyelids. I want you to think about this when you go to bed, when you rise up, when you're out there working. I want you to think about this. Your who is more important than your why. So get that who established in your life today. Don't wait. Thank you so much for listening to the Live, Build, Change podcast. I know you have lots of choices of things you could listen to. I hope this has been of encouragement to you. If you would like to leave a rating and a review for the Live, Build, Change podcast, you can do that by going to livebuildchange.com slash iTunes, and it will show you exactly how step-by-step to leave a rating review on iTunes for this show. And just tell us what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show. Give us a rating and review, and that helps other people find this podcast more organically when they're searching in iTunes for business and faith-related podcasts. So I really appreciate that help. Hey, it's time for you to go live your faith, build your business, and change your world. Do the assignment today. Don't let it slide. Hope you catch the Morning Mindset episode tomorrow morning. God bless. God bless.